0: So I'm reading this uh, Telegram channel, it's called Cybersecurity and Private New- Privacy News. And right now I'm just thinking out loud, is it is it me or is it something like all the official corporate proprietary software is causing more cyber attacks given its nature being proprietary, uh, which makes it harder to fix over time because it's only internalized. I'm asking, is it me or is it someone else that's also noticing this pattern where basically all the non-open source software is actually the biggest detriment to the kind of cyber attacks that we're having. Which means that from that perspective, uh, it should make us question really what's the value of non-open source software when open source help you save money helps you scale up and it also helps you uh, solidify by giving stability to components that you may want to deal with less with on a long-term basis given that for example you're a company a fortune 500 company that may want to focus on innovation but you dislike having to reinvent the same wheel over and over again which then it saves you money however Uh, The proposed idea And even what I just said to y'all Is far from The optimal course of action Of what's happening right now And on top of that It's actually more likely in this case That A lot of corporations Actually have been stealing Open source software And trying to rewrite it into their own So that they bake it into their own Proprietary software library So With all this that I'm saying My point that I'm getting at Is that You know, what is there to say about what we build and appreciate as software developers if this is the entire end of it as in this is the end game if you want to put it that way what is it that software developers have been putting in the last past 10 years or probably less than that because it surely looks to me like whenever corporations get greedy and they get their hands on a few nice pieces of software that very few individuals may come up with and in some cases when, you know, individuals that are very much, you know, portraying themselves in some ways like a digital revolutionist in the positive sense, of course, uh, for examples like back in 2013 with Aaron Schwartz and some of the controversial ones, you know, that are known mainstream like Julian Assange, who's thankfully as we're speaking now, is he's free and he's alive. You know and even edward snow snowden he's the one who kind of sparked this whole revolution of digital privacy and and what it means to have digital liberties you know and also exposing the the real dark truth that goes on behind closed doors these names that i'm mentioning to you guys and just everything that i'm telling you all again what is the value of the software that we built if this is what the end game is when we Capitalize on, on monopolizing or, 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 you know, only focusing on proprietary outcomes that are far more unlikely to be extensible in the outside world, except for the internal world of whatever it is that you may be building for. As in, I'm, I'm yet to hear a new age where corporations again, which I got nothing against corporations, but I'm just against complete bullshit. That's the absolute fucking truth. I'm yet to see an age where corporations can use software components that are similar at the base level while also, you know, creating their own proprietary solutions. But in the sense, they can still have an option to have an open source or closed source. But at least in the respect that it's supposed to have a balance, a positive feedback to the open source and a positive feedback to their own internal ecosystem of the solutions that they may be creating for people. However, I'm also comprehend, comprehensively aware that that may be no longer a reality or possibility given the amount of power that they've have abused on people to a point where the minorities in the future are now going to be corporations. It's no longer going to be the, 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 the individual or the small mom and pop business. Because the other thing too is that people are learning the hardware that open source is better. It may take away a lot of the conveniences like your UX experience that's been tailored to make you addicted to the app and keep coming back, you know, things like that. It may take out the polishedness of it, but for what I can tell you, it definitely works. And it's far from corrupted and it gets a lot less problems with, you know, people trying to manipulate the, the storyline of what it is that we're building. And so, I'm giving y'all these facts and giving y'all this truth because that's what's happening in the software world. We're entering an age where it's either do or die. Corporations are gonna either survive or die. But as that's happening and all these cyber attacks are taking place, we're also starting to see a new era of possibilities that if we all build community-based solutions, we never have to necessarily worry on scalable solutions that you know a big company can offer at a very much next to nothing incentive, which basically, basically makes people want to go for it as the number one choice, despite knowing that there's be downfalls to it in the long run. And so I'm giving y'all these facts and telling y'all this truth for what it's at, because in reality, some people will tell y'all the facts to your faces and you might hate them for it, and I'd rather be one of those people. Or, in some instances, some people would let y'all just experience what's going on and be like, I told you so, or never say I told you so, and just walk away. But for what I can tell you, I'm just being the equalizer, the balance in between here. I'm more vocal about what I say and what I see, because if no one is vocal, who's going to say something about what's going on right now? So yeah, I'm going to leave y'all with that to think about and... Uh, help you digest what's really taking place here.